This is the talk of Music City Real Estate. Welcome back to another episode of the Talk of Music City Real Estate. Where we educate and motivate all things real estate. My name is Monty Moore with Realty One Group Music City. Hey, and I'm Carrie Ann with CMG Financial and my mortgage team. Every week we'll be posting a new episode chock full of Nashville real estate value. Yes, and you can follow along at thetalkmusiccity.com. Got a question for us? Ask away at questions at talkmusiccity.com. Welcome back, Monty. Welcome back, Carrie Ann and Jason Hoover. So Jason. good to see you, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Thank good you. To be back. Thank you. Both of you. I just love you guys so much. So grateful for the privilege. And hey, did you hear the latest? The Zillow. Latest. <laughs> Zillow, which we all have our opinions of. Just like the devil. No, I'm just kidding. Um, he went we, there. We, uh, he did go there. Right at the beginning. He did. He did. <laughs> um, we... <laughs> We, um, they, they are becoming a brokerage and, uh, they're going to be hiring agents and we're going to get into that in a few minutes, but let's talk about our absolutely awesome sponsor, Karen. Yes. Music City Removal. They are the number one junk removal service in Nashville from residential, commercial, and construction. They're experts in ridding you of junk. Their costs include labor and dumping fees without any hidden or added expenses. Whether you need a full clean out or just one item removed, they have you covered. The Music City Removal team knows the importance of respect and trust while in someone else's home. They understand the inconvenience of junk left behind by previous homeowners and tenants and are determined to provide an affordable and customer-focused junk removal service that puts you first. For a free on-site estimate, just go to musiccity.com. That's musiccityremoval.com. I'm sorry. Go to musiccityremoval.com. Yes, Music City Removal, because cluttering cute. <laughs> Thank you. Nor is the Zillow thing you got going oh, on here. Oh, my goodness sakes. Uh, so, Jason, what do you think about this, man? I mean... Uh, you know, you know the, the thing is frustrating. I interrupt my. You interrupt you for a second. The don't thing talk is yet, Jason. Frustrating. <laughs> Just one moment. Is they always said they're not going to do what they're doing. Right. But how many times have we heard of that? I know. I know. They're not going to do something. Yeah, they're not going to do it, and then they. But do haven't it. they been planning for like oh, years have. and utilizing all of us to fund all of yeah. that? Right. Yeah. And it, you know, it, it wasn't a shock. No. We know it's coming, and we've known it's coming mm-hmm. yeah. um, many years. So it's it's one of those things that hey, you know, they are they're a business, and they are uh, answering to uh, 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 yeah. Wall Street. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I mean, you can't blame them, but we can only blame ourselves for allowing it to happen for funding and not stopping correct the access to that information. Here we have funded our own demise, but but we're not going to be demise. I mean, there's no demise. No, okay? no. I mean, there's still, the whole point. there's You're still, right. yeah. We we still are have you sca- opportunity. Are you scared? No, I'm scared, not scared, scared at all. Scared at all. <laughs> you're scared there, Come on. I'm not. What I'm, but I am concerned for are those agents that have only been in the business a short time. I I am legitimately concerned about that, and that's what part of you know fire about open door and and uh, the other big companies out there that have billions of dollars to throw at the market that. The, you know that we don't have, and so it, to me, it's a race to, for these. The answer is it's a race to develop a database of people who know I like, can trust you. But I'm sorry, you were going to say something. Jeff. Well, so this goes back to uh, when I was in the um, music industry, mm-hmm. and so I started as soon as uh, Napster started hitting hard. Oh wow! Do you remember that oh, Napster? I, I do. Well, even back then, Napster was going to be the demise of music right, industry. Right, right. And you know what? It did. It hurt. Mm-hmm. I mean, people I was working for were being laid off. Mm-hmm. And it, it, there was businesses that merged. I mean, it, it was a transition period. Sure. So, but is the music business gone? 
No. no, it just changed. It changed. It's exactly. changed, and you it adapt, changed. and you. So, it's one of the things. You know what? We're still going to be selling houses. There's still going to be business out there. Mm-hmm. It's just how that looks is going to be different, mm-hmm. and we've got to adapt and stop fussing about it, stop yeah. griping about it, and just adapt yeah. to it. Sure. And let's let's do business. Yeah, but you worked for a company, right? The right. great thing about all of us is we work for ourselves, exactly. right? So we can turn it on and turn it off right. if we want to, right? And if yeah. you know, it kind of goes back to you know what I say is that if you're going to make in this business, you've got to have the hustle. You got to have the hustle. You've got to have do the, the hustle. hustle. Yeah. Well, <laughs> guess what? If you don't have the hustle, you're out of the business already you don't even know it right sure and you got to have grit to be able to keep going but you know people work with people and you don't need a lot of people to be very successful in this business and this is what's amazing about our industry you can be amazing at helping three families a month if you want to or 25 or 50 or 100 however many you want you you can and so um this is still going to be an industry i think um that's going to be you know booming for for many of us even with this crazy turn well, and two, if um, you know, being in the real estate business, you have opportunities uh, of different streams of income, mm-hmm. and point. so it's not just that stream of income. You know, uh, start investing, looking for investment properties. Right. You know, going down that path. You don't need you know money up front to invest. Right. Um, I mean, there's so many different options you can do. Uh, you know, put a tiny home on your house. On your you can property. put a tiny home on your house. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> on your property. You know, I even had one uh, ask me the other day, "Hey, I've got my own tiny home coming through Franklin. Can I park it?" And I'm like, "Hmm, you're thinking of different ways." You know, sure. That, it's like that book, uh, Acre of Diamonds. Yeah. Look at what yeah. you have. Yeah. And figure out how you can capitalize on it. Right. Uh, but I know that's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about the uh, the Zillow factor. Uh, but I just want people to understand is that, you know, this is not the end of the world, people. Right. You know, yeah, it's if you believe them in saying that they weren't going to do this. Well, that's on you. And, mm-hmm. your, and your balloon got popped. For right. sure. But Jim no made a good point earlier. He's talked about this is the time for all of us to, you know, redefine our value proposition, value proposition right? right? And I yep. think that's huge, right? What What are you going to do to really start to recreate or bring a new fresh new mm-hmm. new feel and look to your own little business mm-hmm. you know as you are the ceo of your business within a larger organization you know if we're not thinking about six months from now we're in trouble right you know i'm planning right now for first quarter you know that's what you have to do when you're running right. a business right yep. um there is going to be a shift you know there are some people in in men as well that are and some large leaders from different organizations that say there's going to be some tough times coming, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we can look at that as, you know, is it an 08 again? You know, we don't know. But right. um, 08 was one of my best years. You yeah, know, when you're yeah. going left, when the world's going left, you can maybe look about going right. So you can kind of see the good in each um, situation. But you have to plan. If you're just waiting for all of the, the business to come to you, that's when it's going to be scary. Go, yeah. go find do something, do something else. Right. I think one thing, guys, that COVID has taught all of us here is that we are fortunate enough to be in an industry that regardless of what's going on in the world, mm-hmm. all the distractions, because honestly, in the past, it seemed like if you disrupt the population from business as usual, it affected the real estate market. And maybe we're just fortunate because we live in Middle Tennessee that there's such an influx of people yeah. regardless mm-hmm. of what's happening. Uh, but, you know, people are still getting married. They're still having babies. They're still getting divorces. They're still outgrowing their homes. They're still needing to downsize. They're still going into assisted living. All these things continue to happen no matter what's going on out there. 
what you have to do is cut your how you're going to decide how are you going to cut your portion of that pie out. When we think about, you know, I think in the last 12 months there's been something like 32,000 homes bought and sold here in Middle Tennessee. Mm-hmm. So it's something like that. I know that I know that back in 2008 you mentioned that that I was telling we had a small team at that time and I was telling everybody look guys even in this kind of environment there were still over 20,000 homes sure, bought yeah. and sold here in Middle Tennessee. There's a lot of Just business 20, mm-hmm. in our local area. Now how many do you need of that 20,000 right. decide that and let's say that's 20 sales this year whatever the number is. And then let's just divide those those that number into how you're going to get that business. Some are going to be from open houses. How what number is going to come from uh, internet marketing? What come what's going to come from family and friends? What's going to come right. you know mm-hmm. whatever you're going to do to market yourself. You you just pick out your your numbers and and pursue it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, regardless of what's happening around you. Yeah, just the foundations of yep. business, and right. you know it's it's one of those things that you know get that right first, and then be be creative. Right. You know, don't don't try to uh, change the uh, or you know every, or what was it the uh, you know the wheel is already round. <laughs> uh, sorry, that was a, yeah, a that joke was there. A, that was, uh, <laughs> that was so it, you know be creative after you get the foundations in place. Right, and you know, like I was saying earlier, if you got this whole pie here, you don't need the whole pie. No. You know, Zillow mm-hmm. comes in, they'll take a bigger slice. Okay, but you can live very well on just a sliver of that pie. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's why, you know. Well, look at me. I mean, I'm, I'm, you've got the Quickens with the yeah. company's got Rocket more money. Yeah, what we're dealing you with, know. you've been dealing with for a while. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Guess what? And, and You're still here, right? I'm very, very successful with with what we do because people want to work with people. Exactly. You know, locals just want to work with locals. And um, there's going to be many of you out there that possibly will go work for Zillow. You mm-hmm. know, maybe that's the situation that possibly could be and that's your choice but um the folks that are really in it to win it and want to grow that business for yourself and really see something um and do amazing things you can do that you Mm -hmm. know but it's it's the basics and so funny so many people um go to hear this magic formula Right, they pay these these yeah, coaches for this wants magic, magic pill. Yeah, they do. And at the end, I'm like, it's really just the basics. Yeah. You know, it's just yeah. kind of bring it yeah. back to the basics, yeah. the foundation. Yeah. Right. And now we've got that. You know, what's the product? What are you selling? Who are you? Right. You know, do you even know who you are? Let's start there. Right. You know, right. and mm-hmm. embrace who you are: the good, the bad, the ugly, the pretty, the whole get up. You know. Um, so you're right, but um, you know, I say bring it on. <laughs> well, that's, and, yeah. and you don't I think, have a choice, and, I, right, and right. I think that's what Jason's saying as well. Bring it on! Yeah. You know, I got to give this guy a shout out. You know, here in the office, you know, in the last few weeks or last couple of months, rather, he has taken on a. Speaking of foundations, I, I just, I mean, he is faithfully doing a live class, two-hour class every Wednesday here on just the basics. Okay, now if you're somebody out there uh, in another company, you know, God bless you for your loyalty to that company. If we have an open door here. We're more than happy to allow other people to come in for some awesome training. We really are. I know you yeah. share that conviction mm-hmm. as well. Absolutely. Jason. Come on. And we're starting a, um, a training every Thursday called Rev Up that is a, you know, 600 and no, how, how many pages? Yeah, it's about 600. Six, I mean, just shy almost of 600. Six, almost 600 pages. Very intensive. Yeah, very intensive on covering oh, every. You talk about the foundations, Carrie Ann. 
I mean, I mean, you're going to be part of that too. I know, and when it comes to you're you're part of the equation there and that. But I mean, that's that's what it's all about. It's it's all about building those foundations, building those relationships. I mean, there's nothing new under the sun. Honestly, after 37 years, it's still about loving people, honoring people, working from a place of contribution, not of survival, and not letting this kind of information that I have written down here about all this stuff about Zillow and their employees Let's not talk and about all that kind of stuff, <laughs> it doesn't matter at the no. end of the day. Right, no. Um, now, now, when you talk about Open Door, you know I don't love them at all, but that no. is another topic, which I'll probably get yelled at for even saying something like that. But at the end of the day, these big things, if you decide to give outstanding service to your clients, if you decide to build a moat, think about it this way, here's your client, and you're going to build a moat of conviction that you know you they have that they know you have their back. Yeah. That you know that they know you're top of mind real estate professional. That there's no question that that that, that when they have that need or they hear somebody who does that you are the, the go-to person. Mm-hmm. If you can develop that moat around each one of those people who already know like and trust you and continue to build that database, you're, you're bulletproof. Mm-hmm. Right. You're, but also know that you you are the product. I think a lot of people forget that mm-hmm. You know, they, it's hard for some people to talk about themselves and and to embrace that you are the product. So you as Jason, the real estate agent, you know, are the product. So how do you brand Jason, the real estate agent, you know, and, and Monty and Carrie Ann is the lender type of thing. And so, you know, with our coaching, talking about the foundation is figuring out exactly who that is. So then you can build off of that. And like you said, you know, you can be great at real estate. I can be great at mortgage, but if nobody knows we're great at real estate and mortgage, we're just going to still be great at real estate and mortgage. And the person with the most money, which is now possibly the individual coming in um, is going to turn more heads for the only reason is because they are creating marketing that is turning Mm -hmm. and creating enough curiosity for that, you know, head to turn. So you want to take that to that smaller scale for ourselves, right? Whatever they're doing in the bigger scale, you do it in a smaller scale and you can be very, very, um, profitable and busy and you can make a difference right. in your community. And sure. it, it, that is part of foundations. And that's one of the things uh, we'll be talking about is uh, um, personal branding. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause I'm big on branding. Yeah. I'm, I'm huge on it that uh, I even have the uh, hex code of our colors down to, I mean, wow. I'm very particular, even on the fonts that we use Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it, because everything it's psychological. Mm-hmm. And so, but yeah, we can have a whole show on branding. Um, but yeah, so it, again, that's, that's part of the the foundation in business mm-hmm. and entrepreneurship. Yeah, and I think taking the moment to believe in you, mm-hmm. like in and embracing that you are the product. It's okay to talk about you, you know. Right. Yeah. Um, and more agents and lenders start to do that. I think it makes a difference um, in your small business. And I get to see it from a mortgage standpoint, where we teach on this, and you get to see what they've been able to do um, in a short period of time and, and their growth opportunity. It's, it's quite amazing. So, you know, yes, they've got more money and yes, they're going to come in and, and try to make a stance, but there is so much business here, yeah. you know, and well, I'm building a moat around my people as all I know. And just like here in the office, I want to build a moat around our office as far as our agents being bulletproof from other companies soliciting because our agents get solicited by, by all the sure. time. And, uh, I want to do the same thing with our clients as well. This is build such a le- level of confidence such a level of competency in their minds and this this is the place to be and 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 each one of us need to do that as the real estate professional with that circle Mm -hmm. well and here's the thing i I think a lot of people are afraid because they're thinking as soon as zillow comes everybody's going to want to use zillow 
That is not the case. No. That is not the case. Uh, I don't even want to use their website because I can't ever leave it. It drives me up. You know, <laughs> I get on there to look for a client something. Right. And I'm like, can't get off of here. They've got me locked in. There is one little nugget, I think, that if we look at it right, it, it, it could be a positive. Because remember, now they're going to be live streaming MLS just like a realtor, okay? So in the past, and I can't begin to tell you how many hours of my life I will never get back from exp- responding to a client saying, well, Zillow said... That it's worth this because their data was never accurate. It's oh. never been accurate. It's always been, you know, all over the board. And yet, it, they, you know, I've learned before I ever go to a listing appointment, let's pull up Zillow to see what they're thinking their home right. is worth. Well, now the good news is, and I think, I think if we choose to have this as good news, I think it legitimately is. And that is now with that live feed is because they're a broker. They get live feed from all the MLSs in the country. Now they're going to actually have accurate information oh, there you go. rather than secondhand information. So they could actually be doing mm-hmm. us a favor in, in that respect, at least if we capitalize on that part of it and still stay strong. You know? Sure. Mm-hmm. Are you really that worried about it, Monty? I'm not worried about it for myself, no. Right. I'm really not. Just for the new, new it's people. For the, it's for the agents who haven't, ha- haven't been in the business. You know, over half of our... Agents here in Middle Tennessee have been in the business only a few years. Mm -hmm. But I think if we promote confidence, Mm -hmm. right, and we get everybody to put their shoulders back and get ready, you know, I mean, we're in it. If if you want to be in it. And I totally agree with you. Absolutely. A thousand percent. And that's exactly why Jason starts his foundation series with mindset. Yes. Mm -hmm. Look, guys, there's a reason why there's an 85, 87 percent fallout within two years, because it's not easy. Are you interested or are you committed? I love your your That's the question. Are you interested or are you committed? Mm -hmm. Are you the are you the pig or are you the chicken? You know the difference there, right? One made a contribution, one sacrificed it all. (laughs) (laughs) So. Yeah, I mean, that's what, that's, that's what we need to figure out, because if you are truly committed, you can do amazing things, yes. and you can grow an amazing business within real estate. And, that's, and that's why we have been bringing on some of the newer agents that have done so. I remember, remember Marblin, you know, she's been yeah, licensed she's for amazing. three fierce. months. You know, I love and it. She's, she's fierce. a fierce gal. Three months into the business, and it's got eight closings, I think, so far. We're going to be bringing on a gentleman by the name of Sam Golly. Um, super, super nice guy. Just I love his story. He's been licensed since, I think, February of this year, something like something that. Something like that, yeah. And he's already got 24 sales under his belt. Amazing. I mean, that's incredible. And, then, of course, we all know Corollas, uh, Hannah, who's who has sold his first two years in the business over 70 homes. I mean, there are some great success stories. Now, these people made a decision. They decided to be fierce. Mm-hmm. Okay? They decided not to be wusses when it comes time to pressure back. And, and I really appreciate Marblin's sharing that how she went home and cried because she got a license then COVID hit you know but she shook herself off we you know and she felt the the energy and the synergy from being in this environment where we're cheering each other and and now look she's uh succeeding i think a lot of us that have been in the business sometimes we make it look really easy Mm. oh yeah you know doing loans i can do them so quickly it looks easy so i can go do it right Right, or real estate looks so easy you know there are long hours there's sweat there's tears um there's a lot that goes into being successful Mm. in this industry but again you have to set that foundation and start some people want to jump into the deep end I've, i've got another gentleman i work with and you know, he wanted to skip over A to 
you know, uh, L type of thing and just start to get to the end. And I, I'm fearful to remind him that you're going to struggle because right. we didn't, you didn't set this beginning part up, you know, um, because people get so excited. They just want to start to do, mm-hmm, but they mm-hmm. don't want to plan. They don't want to take a moment to slow down enough so they can speed up. Yeah, that is seriously. Yeah. It's that. And so if we can stress that enough for the folks that are newer out there, um, this is the time to really commit. This is the time to know that, you know, if you're really ready to make, you know, maybe 2020 has been your best year, but 2021, you know, can yeah. even be a better year by be planning, year. To, you know, planning now for it's sure. Be our best year. That's a decision. It starts with a decision. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, regardless of what's happening out there, it's going to be our best year. I know without a question. Yeah. And not just because we have this amazing new facility and all this kind of stuff, but it's going to be our best year. Jim, what are your thoughts? Well, I think looking towards other, look what other industries did back when they got, their paradigm was shifting. Mm -hmm. You know, we talked earlier about the travel industry and there were a lot of people, the same kind of, you know, principles apply there Mm -hmm. and they're selling them, Mm -hmm. you know, but the, the big online dot coms came in and started taking all the airline hotel and rental car business. Um, but you know, they kind of went away, but I'm, I'm noticing travel agents make a pretty big comeback right now. Mm-hmm. Because well, I mean, niche. are you going to go do it yourself? If you got a serious tri- trip going on, or are you going to call somebody who knows what they're doing? I'm, I'm going to call somebody who knows what they're doing. Right. But yeah. I mean, you know, Walmart has a reputation and has a market share and a, you know, type of customer that likes to go there for a reason. Mm-hmm. Same thing will happen with Zillow, mm-hmm. you know? It's the people who want a boutique experience, you know, like we talked about, you know, my client, Mercedes Benz of Music City dot com. They are actually um, <laughs> their their whole thing is that we are not a car dealership. We are a luxury retailer. That's how they put it forward. Yeah, that's how they and that's how they wear that on their sleeve. And that's mm-hmm. a mindset. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a mindset can, that comes from the top down. Remember a week prior, we talked about where that leadership, where that uh, culture, culture comes from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Well, and even in the car business, I mean, you've got people buying cars online and haven't delivered to their house, just like it was, uh, you know, groceries or something. Right. Um, so it's just. I, I would never do that. I could never do that. <laughs> there are people that do. Yeah, and that, it's you getting. Know. You know, I remember. Um, I mean, it was even ten years ago. People were doing it on eBay. Yeah. And uh, but so that again, it's it's disrupting, but it's not making car businesses go go out of business. But I mean, they're but I mean, they're 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 being forced to adapt because right. change, yeah, yeah. Make in changes. that ethos, they're doing at home delivery. Yeah, you know, well, you, in like Carmax, your machine you spends your way. Yeah, yeah. Carmax. I saw the commercial. It said if you're more traditional type, you can still come in. I that's exactly that. why it's that it's that you know the, the morph that that uh, evolutionary process that I've been trying to convey to many agents is that look, you got to get out of your head that you got to get a home run every time and bat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jason's our baseball resident baseball player here. He'd like to hit a home run every time he gets a bat, but just getting on first base sometimes is, yeah. is a win. Right? That's what I tell the kids. If you're swinging for the fence every time, you're going to strike out more times. That's right. So you get up there and go for the, uh, get, you know, get your own base percentage up. It, 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 in the same the same token, if you're insisting on a, a certain amount because you know you're worth that certain amount, that's cool. God bless you. But what if what if – Instead, you were got a single or a double when it came mm-hmm. time to the commission. And what if your the value of your sign increased a thousand fold in somebody's front yard than in mm-hmm. your garage, and you had other calls from that? You have to separate separate whatever you're going to get from the, the relationship of that listing as far as direct 
and look look at the indirect, mm-hmm. the bigger oh, yeah. value of it. We talk you know? about the Jeffries of the Toys R Us, right? Maybe, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he was out of business. I remember the picture of him with his suitcase. Yeah, like he's, that you was know, sad. That was so, it's sad. so sad. But that reminded we go back to business. It's the same concept. So it doesn't matter if you know your Toys R Us or you're in real estate. Things bigger players are going to come. Bigger right. fish are going to are going to start swimming in our right. our ocean per se and they can take it over um, or we can diversify we can be different we can go with the changes like we moved it to a full comfort of your own home everything can be done from your cell phone right. i mean if we right. did not start to do that very quickly mm-hmm. we would be not moving with the times so you've got to be always thinking two steps ahead you know on how you can be different and how you can create enough curiosity to make a difference and you may as just an individual agent out there think that you can't make Make a difference or create enough curiosity? Yes, you can. Oh, absolutely. You yeah. can. You are the CEO of your own business. You can set it up whatever way you want. My daughter's like, why yeah. are you taking pictures of Dunkin' Donuts? I'm like, because they're great ideas. Yeah. I snag more ideas at different places <laughs> all over. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how do I flip that into my own business? Yeah. Or that saying, how can you flip it in to make it make you know um, sense for you and your business? So you can take an idea and brand it all day long. Yeah. yeah. Go daddy, go daddy, yes. trademark, trademark, yeah. you know, you can make it happen. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if you're a single agent or you have a team, you know, so um, leveraging, we talked about that. Eventually mm-hmm. you as a single agent will, with all of your foundation and systems in place, will need to leverage your time and start to build that and team it's out. An important piece of it. Yeah. So, Art, why why rebrand a year from now? Why why try to recreate the wheel two years from now? Why don't you start to plan for that big thinking mindset today right. and already set that up? Right now, I'm coaching a lot of loan officers. They're like, I don't have a team. I'm like, Yes, you do. Mm. I'm part of your team. Right. I'm right. a support system Absolutely. to you. So, Absolutely. create your team name. What's it going to be? You know. And let's start to big and think bigger because I don't think if they embrace the bigger thought process they'll just i don't think they'll ever get there i was carrying a company when it was just carrying (laughs) (laughs) but i mean in the beginning did you let everybody know what it is that you do what i do like beyond a doubt that's one of the things when i got into the car business and it's funny we talked about you know culture and the leaders of those culture one of the guys who actually kind of killed the culture at the dealership he actually told me one of the most poignant things Mm. he says let everybody know what it is you do. Always yeah. be handing out business cards. Right. Oh, sure. And, you know, for anybody who's in the beginning of anything, this is what I do. Mm-hmm. Align yourself with that category. That's one of the biggest things yeah. you can do. I think as a real estate broker, I think one of the, or agent, one of the smart things to do as well is just back off from that. That's true. And they need to know about that, but that you're also the answer person, your go-to person for other needs as well. Mm-hmm. They're all house related. It could be hardwood. It could be painter. It could be a roofer. It could One be stop electrician. Shop. It could mm-hmm. be all these things. If you get in your database, the mindset that you're the go-to person, guess what happens when they think about real estate? You're already the go-to person. They've already got that, those synapses connected in their brain. Right. Oh, I need to talk to Jason, you know, uh, because he's giving me all this other information on all these other parts of the home. I will say as a layman, as a consumer, looking on the outside of your business, the real estate business. I got a phone call a couple of weeks ago from somebody cold calling. Hey, do you know the uh, houses in your area are selling for this? And I'm going, dude, you know how many realtors I know? <laughs> you got to really try hard with that, man. You got we got to warm up this cold call somehow, mm-hmm. you know? And that's the other thing is, I guess, when you guys engage in that kind of training, you know? Yeah. You know, finding that value proposition for you, just even the cold call. Yeah. Value loaded cold call. But they get pointers because they called you. 
because you know there's some people out there that don't even make the call right so you know yeah I'd, I'd, buy them I'd, a coffee I re- respect them for that yeah. right. I think I, I turn it back around and then you know I kind of train them on my I, I usually tell them look I, I like the the first part of it but here's what I would do yeah. differently and I would do that I used to do that with people reading off scripts yeah let's yeah. try that line one more time <laughs> But it doesn't matter what business you're in. There was yeah. a delivery dudes guy. I think he got me hooked up with delivery dudes mm-hmm. and he came and dropped off. And I was like, that seems a little light, you know, and he drove. We live out there a little bit. So I know where the restaurant was. And he's like, I'm going to make it right. Literally. Yeah. And he didn't yeah. have to do that. Wow, he didn't awesome. have to do that. Wow. And yeah. shout um, out for delivery dudes. And he went yeah. all the way out and he came back. And I was curious because he could have just left me and never came back. Meaning <laughs> right. he could have just said that. Right. <laughs> and did this kid totally come back? And I was came prepared. I made sure I got my very large tip because I was going to make a point yeah. to him to say you doing the right thing. Yep. And, and you it, it, that's his little business. He can, by you doing the right thing every single time, will make you be the most successful person, whatever you're going to do. And you take this and know that this tip is for you. You know, but Carrie, and you know, you you paid it forward for somebody else, because you know the only way that that those kind of great people can continue to be in a market, whatever it is, is to be encouraged uh, along the way somewhere. Mm-hmm. Because he did the right thing, you rewarded for that right thing, and that's how the universe works. That's how life works that's how the mm-hmm. market works but that's his branding right mm-hmm. i don't know how i can ever get him back i would love to get him back and he, you know that kind of thing but we need to do that in our own mm-hmm. industries right Absolutely. um and you create that brand and it and it takes off and it may take six months a year three years 18 years you know yeah, type of thing <laughs> well, and to the point sometimes you just have to eat that money and yeah. you know because in, in kind of the same instance in the real estate you know we had a an issue that the client went with a certain lender and terrible experience ended up at the end of closing and or close to closing like a day or two they had to extend it well he wasn't going to pay the 500 something dollars whatever it was i don't remember the the details sure so you know it was either you know she was like well i'm just going to find another one well it's going to extend the closing time so it comes down to it's like you know what we'll eat it let's just move forward mm-hmm. do the right thing and you know what she, she now just that little thing she knew we didn't have to mm-hmm. and we we made up for somebody else's mistake mm-hmm but now, I mean, she's a client for life for sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It also builds a stronger conviction to try to get to the lender who's going to get it there on time. Yeah. I just want to say that because that's what <laughs> that's part of my presentation to lenders. I mean, I get the calls, like Jason gets the calls from agents who weren't strong on the front end to make sure they went to a mortgage company that's going to get the job done rather than just hang on for dear life. Um, and and I love that about you, Carrie. And I got to put that plug in that yeah. you, get, you get it done on time. Thank well, you thank that. you. Yeah, yeah. And it, yeah. If it had been her, I'd still be about five hundred dollars richer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but you know what? But things happen. Yeah. But I would own that right. because one of my core beliefs is always doing what's right for the yeah, consumer. No, I would no. never put that on on you. You know, and actually, a builder situation happened, and sadly, you know, one of the agents within the builder organization never sent me a change order. That was their job, right? Closings happening, uh, clients sign the CD, and um, they get to the table, and 
or we get a change over change order an hour prior to closing and it's $5,000, you know, and, um, that's a huge shift for that client. And she was not happy, you know, and, um, it worked out because of the price point of the home that I was able to just cover that because at the end of the day, this lady already had everything moved, you know, and I was going to work that out with a builder later, but that's what you do. Yeah. You know, it's not about the one deal. It's about the bigger play. It's about you being the tortoise in the industry. It's about going along, you know, um, drive there. So this is really great. Always talking about, uh, you know, everything we can do to make a difference out there in the industry and Zillow, Schmillow, whatever. Come on, bring it on. We're going to make, we're going to be successful with you or, uh, as you join us. So thank you again. We'll see you next time. The talk of music city real estate.